When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I am your co-host, Kathy Gruber. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we have a very special guest, as we always do. But today we've got Holly Duckworth with us. Hello, Holly. How are you? I'm great. Thank you both for having me. Our pleasure. So give the audience just a little bit of your background, who you are, what you do, how you got to this moment in time. Oh, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and do that all in like All, all you know, that in 30 minute. seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> you know, Life is a, a daring adventure or nothing, as, as it's often quoted. Uh, I was a longtime association executive, meeting professional. A uh, handful of years back, I went back and got an advanced degree in spirituality and mindfulness. And so, you know, my passion is really infusing that sense of, of my, as I frame it up, mindfulness in the workplace. I've written four books on the topic, but I really come at life as, you know, we only have one life and you know my dad told me when i was younger if you do what you love you never work a day in your life and i know that's quoted to a lot of people but for me it's my daddy and i've i you know i've navigated this world of you know business ownership and entrepreneurship uh, volunteerism in so many different ways from that place of how can we do life in a way that we love it. And I think, you know, as, as we step into 2022, that's, that's our opportunity now is even in this transformation, how can we live in our, our highest and best self? Well, and that's important because, you know, so many of us get stuck in our head. Okay. We get, we get taught to be very analytical, very doing, 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 right. And so this whole idea of mindfulness and spirituality usually gets kind of poo-pooed like well that's just what the hippy dippies out in california right kathy and me that's what we talk about right but it's so important actually for people to be able to live the life that they really want right so so maybe talk a little bit about that why you, you meld you're melding this together you're talking about this and things like mindfulness in the workplace right and i know i i worked in plenty of corporate jobs and a lot of people are like that doesn't belong in business right that's just like emotional stuff that's not what business is about so <laughs> there's a character i've never seen before that's that was a, that's a character that just came out. I, I try to do a little sound voice and everything yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, Jason, you're absolutely right. And that that's the yes and of today. And I really hope that that's one of the gifts that come out of the pandemic, you know, and, and everybody has a different wording around all of this. Cool. It's mental health, it's wellness, it's mindfulness, it's spirituality. And and whatever it is, I, I, I think letting people lean into that place of curiosity and discovery for them. Um, I do uh, say, mindfulness is the 
practice of being present in the moment with non-judgment that is based on the work of John Kabat-Zinn. When I first started studying mindfulness, you know, there was one or two research studies a year that came out. There was two or three mm-hmm. meditation apps. Now there's thousands of uh, of research research that's coming out each year. Mm-hmm. There's more and more apps coming out. So for those people who need that neuroscience-based, it exists now. For those who need that heart-centered curiosity, that exists. And that's why I think shows like this, conversations like this are so key right now is how can we take the woo-woo out yeah. and put the wow into it and for some people that's you know hey it's only it's only my personal life and for some people it's like hey you know what i'm gonna try a two-minute meditation at work you know when kathy and i met speaking at a woman's conference you know we we connected so much because oh you're 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 doing that doing that same meditation you're doing that same affirmation and and seeing great results and you know when we were you know prepping for the show today and in kind of unscripting this script you know you you guys were telling me that one of your passions is see if it works for you and that's that's my take too in 2022 we all get to be a new you play with something new yeah and i'm seeing that shift as well you know i go to associate a lot of associations corporate meetings, conferences. And what I talk about is either stress or I'm doing my ego state work. And I am so stunned at the amount of people that are embracing and jumping into the self work. You know, just a couple of days ago, now a couple of months ago, when by the time this airs, um, you know, I did my ego state workshop and these people were so into it. They were sharing, they were digging deep, they were tapping into that vulnerability. And it was an association of association people. So it was like to see them sitting in that space and it's like, yeah, you can learn the hard skills of here's the new database and here's what's happening in the law and here's the, but this was them sitting in that place of really true contemplation to learn and grow and be better as a person to bring that into work. And so I am seeing the shift of more people embracing that type of curiosity. So, so what is your main platform for that? I know you're a speaker as well uh, and you've got four books. How do you reach people with this message? How do you get them to kind of open their eyes to what we're all talking about right now? Kathy, I love the question and I'm, I'm gonna frame it up in another way, which is we have to live this message and not just talk to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, via the show here, I'll, I'll let you know, because we haven't had a chance to talk about it. I actually founded the American Mindfulness Association, which is the association dedicating to advancing the professionalism and the ethics of mindfulness as a business practice worldwide. Wow. And that that's, that's my journey, but I would invite you, if you're listening to this show, to kind of lean into what's that one new thing you could try? It doesn't have to be creating an organization. Maybe it's, you know, I'm going to try pancakes for breakfast or I'm going to drive to work in a different way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a courageous conversation and invite my team into a breathing activity before our stand-up sales meeting this week. Mm -hmm. Um, But that that's kind of what I'm, I'm leaning into with curiosity discovery in, uh, in 2022. Um, Clearly I still have leadership solutions international and doing some speaking and training, but I, I see a gap in connecting those of us who are living this this message in in our work and how we can start to agree upon a definition oh. create advocacy around this you know some uh, it's a 501c6 so you know how can we you know start to educate government leaders in in this work um, so that's you know that's my 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 current platform as a speaker and that transforming platform as okay. we always expand and grow our work in the world. 
And I think something that you said there is really important for people that, you know, because curious is a word that I love, right? If we would, if we would just all be more curious and just try some things, see if they work for us. But what you said is there's, there's a group of people and all three of us would be in this group, right? Of we're actually doing it, right? There's a lot of people in the self-help space who read a book and tell people how to do it. Then there's the people who actually have spent years of their life practicing and doing some of these things first before they go and teach. And so, you know, again, as people are, are looking at different, you know, places to go, you know, if it's Holly, if you feel, you know, compelled to reach out to her or look at what she's doing, she's one of those people who has actually been practicing and doing this in her life. It's funny because I was, I, I did a um, human design and gene keys kind of reading and, and one of, one of my, I can't remember what to call it, but it, one of my things is the martyr and when i first heard it i'm like what the fuck who wants to be a martyr <laughs> but the idea with it is it's someone who actually kind of kills themselves or does the things first to prove that they work before they go to somewhere else and it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing is you're actually in some of this advocacy you're pulling together some of these people that have been doing it mm -hmm. right that are then trying to share it with the rest of the world as well. What's that thing that you know that you know? That the And what I know that I know about myself is I'm a trailblazer. I'm a teacher. Um, I'm a connector. And as we emerge post-pandemic or however you're defining this time, um, let yourself be that which you know that you know that you are. And I, yeah. I get it. For some folks, you're like, yeah, but Holly, I still have this job I have to do. You know, life doesn't have to be a flip switch up or down. Life can be a dial. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is that year you just adapt the dial a little bit. Instead of giving 155,000% to your job, you give 150% and you take that little bit of extra and you do the bike ride, that thing you've always dreamed about. You bake yep. the cookies you've never baked. You have that conversation with a family member that needs to be healed. Uh, that that can be a huge, powerful place to just play. Mm -hmm. um, I, my mom and I were recently having a conversation and she says, Holly, if you're ever going to write your autobiography, like what would the title be? I thought that was a super funny, funny question. And, and, and I just, I know it, it's trip, fall and pick yourself up. Like <laughs> that, you know, how uh, giving yourself permission to, to, to try something new, trip fall pick yourself up and you know as we found this american mindfulness association you know obviously i've got a vision statement and a board and and leaders and volunteers that are committed to it but i'm also committed to allowing that flow and that transformation as we we bring in the right partners to evolve it and grow it just as i've watched this industry transform over the last 10 years i've been teaching yeah. mindfulness yeah so i have a question about resistance we are so resistant to change often we are resistant to new things we're resistant to things that we have preconceived notions about and i did my stress workshop for a group that i've spoken to so many times i i got to keynote for them finally it was that that build to keynote right and i was reading i read every single piece of feedback and it was 
oh my god i could listen to her all day wow this is what i needed to hear oh my god funniest thing ever i should have there should have been a cover charge oh you know just good after good after good and i'm like <laughs> and then there was one that simply said i knew it was only a matter of time before this eastern bs made it into the business world and i went huh so for that person who and it's it felt I'm just reading on a line of an Excel spreadsheet, but it felt like they felt threatened by what I was talking about, that this new, this new idea, which is not a new idea, uh, somehow infiltrated the business world, um, this being infiltrated the doing. For someone who's feeling that resistance, for someone who just throws up the walls and says, that's weird, or that's some religion I don't want to get into, or, you know, who, who frames it in that sort of negative, threatening way, what, if anything, can we say for, to them or do for them or show to them to help open that door just a little bit? Oh, Kathy, I love this question. Um, I, I had to give up my little voice. We were talking about voices showing up. That little voice in me that said, oh, I have to convert this per person. Sure. Some will, some mm -hmm. won't. Somebody's waiting. And I have gotten to a place where I absolutely bless that resistance. I love it because it opens up that place to say, tell me more. Why, why do you believe that this is infiltrating the workplace? And let me learn what they know. And so often that willingness to hear them out and accept that that's their way to go. They're looking for a fight. They're looking for me to want to convert them. I have no beef in this fight, but I'm willing to listen and learn and explore mm -hmm. and play. That often disarms them so much that suddenly they realize, wait, is she using her Jedi magic <laughs> mindfulness on me? And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it from uh, any, any place of of an outcome sure. and and from that i've had so many come back to me later and they just weren't ready it was it was a no but no was really just not now i had that same experience kathy a few years ago i used a, a i had a singing bowl and a gong that i was using as i was emceeing a multi-day event and there was a, a gentleman representing a major male dominated agricultural organization who walked out of the room say you know you're you're division of church and state and all that and uh, kind of was working out in the hallway and then he started to hear me interact with folks and he came back in and later he told the the, the meeting planner who'd hired me wow like I was so, so put off and yet cool. it yet here was this this opportunity to learn and he actually apologized at, at the end of it wow. so um I love that that idea of resistance. I have things in my life that I that I resist. Sure. And the more that I can lean into the the yes of that and invite others to do the same and feel safe with me. I'm not the second I say I'm not trying to convert you. I, I they're like, "Wow, really? Okay. Cool." Especially in a world that's so whipped up right now with, <sighs> you know, red people, blue people, purple people, orange people, you know, whatever it is that that you believe, um and sadly, probably more of that coming coming here in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, mindfulness is a practice of being present in the moment with non-judgment. And I just, yep. the more I, I educate myself and live into that and, and invite others to do the same, worship whatever book you want to worship, honor whatever crystal you want to want to do, drive whatever car you want to drive. But that that's a space of, of really, truly practicing being mindful. Yeah. Well, because then it sounds like, I mean, we just have to 
because that whole idea of we're not here to try to convert anybody, right? We, we all learn and hear things when we need to learn and hear them. And so, you know, like you said, if somebody's not at that point in their life, fine, you're not at that point in your life, right? But just being an example of what could be or what can be to someone else is, it's all we can do anyway. We're not here to convince anybody. We're just here to live our life, right? And it seems like, you know, again, as you've explained there from that, that particular conference that you were at, right? You were just showing up and living your life, being who you were, connecting with the people who wanted to connect with you. And by seeing that, this man decided, hold it just a minute. Maybe I was the one that was in the wrong and comes around on his own, yeah. right? Because again, you, can, you can't convince anybody. That's, and that's probably a good lesson for all of us during this really divisive time is <clears throat> so many people are trying to convince the red people and the purple people and the blue people that look can't. <laughs> orange is the right way to go and we can't do that right and and you know in in your definition of mindfulness there's that word non-judgment right so maybe talk about that a little bit what does it mean to be non-judgmental especially when sometimes i mean that's it's a natural human tendency for us to somebody says something we don't agree with and we put up that resistance too, right? So what does this non-judgment mean? Because it's probably a little confusing for some people. Oh, this is, this is so hysterical. My, my new husband is going to love this, this, this podcast when he listens to it, because this is, this is the <laughs> piece. He can listen to it multiple this, times. This is the piece that we, we, we lovingly agree to disagree on. So mindfulness is the practice. You got to first really lean into the idea. This is a practice, not a perfect. And be, because that your show is, is fire and earth, I'll tell you that I'm, I'm a Virgo. So we're adding another uh-huh. dynamic to the show. Um, it's a practice, not a perfect. And so n- we, we got to practice it. And then the non-judgment piece, I actually say that's a little bit more of an advanced practice. So, you know, inviting people to just, you know, be with yourself, whether it's a mindful walk or a meditation or eating, or like there's a million different ways you can, you can practice mindfulness. Um, then the non-judgment piece kind of comes a little bit later as you become more, more knowing and confident in yourself. Because as, as you were saying, Jason, it's not, it's it, our brains are hardwired to judge. And let's, again, yes and thank you. Okay, I know I'm going to judge. Mindfulness isn't about being the own person on, the, on the, the, the meditation pillow or the own person in the business meeting. It's about having that neural pathway that continuously brings you back to, oh, wait, I did just say, gosh, I really don't like Kathy's glasses. I just did judge that. But it's that ability to see it uh-huh. and then, then release it and go, what do I care if, if Kathy has black glasses on? Uh-huh. And uh, that's the, the non-judgment piece is just continuously allowing that space to, to let it be. And again, in 2020, there's going to be a lot of micro and macro issues that are going to come up. You know, 2021, it was Black Lives Matter. I think 2022 is going to be, you know, relationships and politics and those continued conversations that are going to be invitations for us to stay in our center of what it is that we believe and not judge those other folks and then trust that continuous 
unfoldment of something higher and better and higher and better and higher and better. Yeah. The word that keeps getting just is authenticity. And when we're, when you were talking about, you know, the person who's resistant and us just, you know, living our best self, the word authentic just kept, keep, you know, kept coming in. And I've seen so many people who get on this, I'm going to convince you of something. And it almost comes from this place of inauthenticity. You know, they're not, it's not coming from them. It's coming from these either like outdated ideas or something they heard that one time on that one thing. Um, and it doesn't feel personal. It feels like they're just parroting back something that they're not even sure they believe. But if you yell it, then it must be true, right? Uh, the louder you get, the more truthful it is. So that word is authenticity just kept kind of just crashing into the side of my head as we're having this conversation. Where do you find authenticity fitting into the mindfulness and fitting into teaching what you do? With all the love and respect in the world, Kathy, I don't know that my definition matters. I think what matters mm. is the listener's definition. Mm -hmm. And so within that, I would invite the question of, am I doing authenticity or am I being authentic? Mm. You know, we, we talked at the beginning of the show about, you know, doing. Well, are, am I a human doing or am I a human being? Right. And as you navigate that, that head and that heart relationship and that experience, of the oneness that you are because you know there's one holly the same holly shows up at home as the same holly that shows up at work or on a stage or running this association that there there is that being in the doingness and um i'd invite you know listeners as we're, we're exploring this this idea of, of our highest and best self to to ask you am i trying to do something authentic or am i just being being authentic in my expression in the world. Yeah, and that was actually sort of what I was getting at was there you said they almost they're doing a little look how look how I'm doing authenticity now, you know, and I love that you distinguish between the being and the doing because that's that's such a huge thing. And I love I'm a huge fan of Eckhart Tolle. And he talks all the time about yeah, we have to do we have to get up and go to the office, we have to pay our bills, we have to put our pants on. How can you find the being in the doing? Because if we're just doing all the time, it doesn't allow that space for the being. You can't tap into those other parts of yourselves if you're just doing nose to the grindstone all the time. So finding the being and the doing is something he talks about all the time, which good. So I'm glad we went, I'm glad we went into that. That's great. Well, and I, I think it's kind of, you know, one of the things that you said there too was, uh, you know, we, we've used the word curious several times on here as well, right? And so, you know, like you said, yeah, the non-judgment, is probably more of an advanced thing. First thing is you just got to, you know, go outside, take a walk, do, do something to be in the moment. And as you're in the moment, you're going to be judging, right? Like you used the example of, oh, Kathy's glasses, I don't really like them, right? That's, that's kind of a natural human tendency. But then, you know, again, to this authenticity side, right? If I'm being authentic, and if I allow others to be authentic in their own way, right, that's where it seems like the curiosity can come in of, you know, that I get taught from some of my mentors is, you know, you do what you do and allow other people to have their own experience of life, right? And so again, we don't have to convince anybody. We don't, it's not our, it's not my responsibility. You know, whatever you decide to have for lunch or dinner today, Holly, none of my business, right? That's, that's your choice, right? And, and if you don't like Kathy's glasses, what do I care? That's your thing, right? But, 
but making that little switch then of you know we'll, we'll switch i don't like jason's glasses right yeah i started to is, get a little yeah, hurt by that i know you get it <laughs> what's wrong with them i know you got tougher skin than that, but, but whatever it is right is it's like when when that starts to creep in like oh i don't like jason's glasses well it doesn't matter they're jason's glasses he's the one wearing them not me what do i care right and just kind of letting it go and let kathy and holly and jason have their own life experience right it seems like that also helps us be more in the moment and be more authentic for who we are just allow other people to do what they're going to do and you do what you're going to do i i often take the word mindfulness kind of like the word exercise you know there exercise is the umbrella for healthy things that you do for your body so you've got you know zumba and you've got crossfit and you've got all of those different practices under the umbrella of of exercise mindfulness is that same thing i believe it's the umbrella of things that we can do to work the neuro gym of our brain and for some people that's journaling for some it's gratitude for some it's a walking meditation and uh, allowing for that definition of what brings you fully present in the moment with non-judgment first not judging yourself so that as you continue that practice you cannot judge others and and when we do that as a human grouping on our, on our planet, I, I believe we'll be better people at home and at work and better people for the planet. And I know that sounds a little Pollyanna. And I can only speak from my own experience as I've navigated my, my relationship journey of divorces and marriages and, you know, business relationships coming and going and business plans coming and going and vision boards that have, have manifested and th- those that haven't but knowing that each day I'm just getting a little bit more myself and a little bit better in myself and in that place of betterment as myself, I hope that I am better for the people that I am here here to serve in my speaking, my training, and now in the American Mindfulness Association. Yeah, I love it. And of course, we've just run out of time and that was the most beautiful way to end this. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. Uh, it does. <laughs> no, I was just mesmerized. I'd be like, please keep talking. Like I could, it, as pe- I could listen to you all day. Uh, and we're just so in alignment. And I remember doing the 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 women's conference that we did, us both constantly going to each other. I mean, we were just so in alignment with what we were saying and the and and what we teach and what we advocate for. And so it's just it's such a joy to have you on. I'm so glad you said yes when I reached out to say please come on the show. So, oh, well, of course, and I'm always, always welcome to, to, to come back and explore more as we uh, unpack 2022. Yeah, we would love that. Love that. Any final thought, Jason, any final thoughts for you? And then we'll toss it back to Holly. And Well, no, I mean, I think it's, you know, again, it's, it's one of these things, the more, the more I learn, the more I, I practice, I, I love that, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not perfect. It's practice. It's not a perfect, right that it's the more i do this the more there is to unpack and even just like you said i mean it's a lot of people throw out that term mindfulness but it's it is it's that umbrella and there's so many different things that we can do um and and whatever it is that resonates for each of us right i mean one of our sons loves to cook so 
you know, personality wise, I wouldn't think that's what he would love to do, but he does. Right. And so when he, that's his thing. And when he gets into it, you know, he's pretty mindful in what he's actually doing at that particular time. We all have something. Mm -hmm. And I think you mentioned too, about the self-judgment, you know, if you're the person that feels like, Hey, I want to go bake cookies, go bake cookies. If you feel like I, I, I want to go take a Zumba class, go take a Zumba class, right? And and don't worry about what other people might think. Just do what feels right for you as well. But yeah, there's so much of this that we can continue to unpack that we cannot get to in a half an hour, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, it has been a joy to have you on. Holly, how can people reach you? How can they learn more about the, the organization you formed and uh, all that good info? You know, it's always easy to find me on LinkedIn, um, H Duckworth, hollyduckworth.com. And yeah, let's continue this exploration and conversation. I'm, you know, always available to speak to organizations or, or do executive coaching, but uh, let's, let's lean in with curiosity and discovery, knowing that when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I think that's a big gift of this post-pandemic experience is discovering who, our, who we are and doing more of it. Yeah. Completely agree. Awesome. So great to have you on. We will definitely have you back. There's so much to talk about and there's so much in alignment with the three of us. So yeah, it'll be a great conversation. I look forward to having more. I am Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I am Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, do something, anything this week that lights you up because we all never want to work another day in our life. And when you're doing what you love to do, that's where you're at. So do that and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.